Are you someone who questions your drinking? Like maybe you don't consider yourself an alcoholic, you don't necessarily believe that you can never drink again, but you'd like to change how you think and behave around alcohol, then this podcast is for you. Hello beautiful souls and welcome to my podcast, Mindful Drinking for Women. And men, if you're here too, hello, which is about exactly what it sounds like. I help women get unobsessed with drinking alcohol by getting really honest with themselves about why they are over drinking in the first place and how to replace harmful drinking habits with empowered mindfulness, creating awareness, which includes the ability to drink less or to choose not drinking at all. I'm going to grab a sip of my coffee. Hello. My name is Jessica Betancourt, and I'm a certified life coach and hypnotherapist, and I specialize in addiction transformation. And you know what I'm really getting excited about is the notion that this planet is going through a major shift in consciousness, and you can look at the news and find all sorts of evidence to the contrary, but what is happening inside the internal landscape of people, of individuals and collectives is amazing. At least that is what I'm choosing to pay attention to because what I see is more and more people waking up to the possibilities for their lives, that they don't have to play out the end of their days like their parents did or their parents' parents, etc. And because my podcast is about mindful drinking, that is of course what I'm referring to. It's this generational trait of drinking to self-medicate. And if you are someone who drinks to self-medicate, You probably witnessed this in your parents, and they probably witnessed it in their parents, and their parents and their parents, and so on. And so it only lays claim to think of what will happen if we continue this pattern with our own children or the own generations, not even that you necessarily have to have biological children for children to be influenced by you, or for the patterns of our current generation to carry on throughout the subsequent ones. So it's a really interesting conversation and topic to think about, and I'm going to touch on that today and how we can become more aware of what our power is to actually create change and effectively change the course of the future by changing the patterns in our own lives in real time. Okay, so I'm seeing people who are coming into my world as my clients and as my co-conspirators who are wanting to release the generational pattern of drinking to solve every inconvenience and celebrate every event with a drink in hand. Because what has happened is that that practice has compounded so much. Like you can hardly sit down to eat or like go to a kid's birthday party without alcohol being offered. It's everywhere all the time. And we're consuming it left and right, and our anxieties and our insecurities are just through the roof. And I see a strong correlation. (laughs) And what I'm experiencing is a wave of people getting excited about breaking this pattern. What I'm seeing is more and more people are becoming aware that alcohol is not good for us. It's not like vitamin A or anything like that. It's blocking and stopping us from experiencing the full potentiality of what our lives can be. And I'm also, you know, I don't, I'm not a political don't drink kind of person. I'm saying this from like 
our spiritual evolutionary standpoint and how we can develop into the most incredible human beings that we can possibly be in these lifetimes. Drinking hampers that because it takes us out of the game. It checks us out. It's just like sitting down in a chair and just kind of being like, and I'm done with this day. But it doesn't allow you to move through personal challenges. It doesn't allow you to emotionally evolve beyond a certain point when you come to the threshold and then you decide that you're going to drink instead of moving through. So I'll be a little bit more clear about what I mean exactly. Um, so I'm seeing that people are actually getting excited about breaking the pattern, but also becoming truly healthy and not just feeling okay. I think we're kind of um, getting disgruntled with mediocrity, right? And we're kind of holding ourselves there with this cultural habit of drinking all the time. So the way to true holistic health is to embrace and nurture all the parts of you. All the parts that have experienced generational trauma that are carrying this habit of drinking to check out. All the parts of you that felt traumatized in the past, have been hurt in the past. The parts of you that didn't quite move through a traumatizing experience in the way that would have been ideal you weren't met with support or you weren't met with resources or you weren't met with embracing or understanding because for many of us as we're growing up like our parents didn't even or our care, parents or our caregivers didn't have that experience either and so they didn't know how to give it to us but things are changing we are changing let's be the change makers and let's be the ones to move through these uncomfortable places is really how I'm choosing to look at this so what are the parts of you the parts of you are the facets of your personality, of your psyche, that developed at different times in your lifetime. They are the ways that you think and behave differently in various environments and circumstances, and they are all you, but they have different wants and needs, and you as a whole are the one who chooses how to respond. So the part of you that feels like it has to drink or that it needs to drink is not all of you. That's not you in your totality, right? It's like a part of you that surfaces. It's like a part of you that gets triggered. It's a part of you that feels and wants and needs that. Or it's like that part of you that can't seem to stop once it has started. It's the part of you that desperately wants your attention. It is a part of you that is linked to a defining moment or era of the past that left a profound, perhaps wounded imprint on you and has resulted in how you partially view yourself in the world. It's a part of you that you still strongly identify with, even though you may not exactly be aware of it. And it's a part of you that repeatedly brings up unhelpful thoughts about the past, even as you're trying to move through into a more evolved future. You find yourself kind of like snapping back or reverting back or regressing back to this place, these thought loops, these thought loops that are driving the action of drinking to self-medicate or to overindulge. And this is the part of you that didn't get what it needed in real time. Maybe you were hurt or scared or traumatized in a way that you couldn't contextualize at the time. 
perhaps you didn't have the support or resources to properly process and move through what happened to you or what was happening to you. And if you look closely enough, you can identify this aspect of yourself when you're in the initial feeling of seeking out a drink to self-medicate. So myself as an example, the example I know the best, at the tail end of my self-medicating years, I began to notice this in myself. I noticed that the things that would set me off or trigger me were not new to me at all. Right? So my most recent trigger that I identified was my kids screaming and yelling. But it wasn't them screaming and yelling. It was the energetic feeling of being in an environment where I was being screamed and yelled at. And it reverberated, it echoed of a time in my teenage years when I was about 15, 16, 17. This coming-of-age time growing up with an emotionally unstable, self-medicating parent. When I developed my trauma response of hiding, freezing, or going numb when there was lots of yelling. Also known as tuning out. Right? Simultaneously at this time, I was deeply infatuated with an older boy who was a partier. And I got pulled into this world of drinking and smoking pot so that I could get closer to him and further away from my home life where I felt loads of shame and anxiety on an ongoing basis. So I can see that the origin of my alcohol addiction developed at this time. I began to notice that when I became triggered to drink, to self-medicate, I emotionally felt immature like I did when I was a teen and I had no idea how to label stress or how to manage it. And I've also become more keenly aware of my former habit just of preemptively drinking at dinner time because when I was a teen dinner time was a scary tense strict time usually accompanied by lots of yelling and crying and me as an adult having drinks automatically at dinner time was my subconscious mind's way of protecting me by allowing me to instantly tune out so even in my adult life regardless of whether there was in that moment yelling or screaming it was like dinner time, I have cellular memory, a body memory of dinner time being a really traumatizing, scary time. So protect myself by drinking to check out before anything can happen to me that will further traumatize me. So when triggered me, what triggered me, sorry, when I most felt like I needed to flee, my adult triggers was usually because, as I said, my kids were yelling and screaming or if I got in an argument with my husband or something didn't go as planned or something caused me even mild stress, I could just feel myself shutting down inside for fear of becoming explosive. Because when in my environment growing up, it was like explosion, 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 explosion. There was so much exploding happening all over the place especially from my dad, but also from me and my siblings. And it was never met with a place that it felt safe. It was just like an explosion because it could never be, it was never tended to properly. And all of this, I just held inside my body. I didn't want to explode, right? Because then you just, it's just like, it feels awful. It's not met with a safe response. And so all of this was like, had festered inside my body until my late 30s. So I'll tell you what though, side note, now that I do drink minimally, most days not even at all, I have blown up. 
and I have had major emotional meltdowns and huge releases of energy from my body. And even though that kind of sucks at the time, I'm so grateful that I now live in a safe space with people who can support me through that. Like not even necessarily that they know what to do in these situations, my husband or my kids, but it's real. It's a response to my past trauma for not being allowed to or be able to express myself in a way that didn't then reciprocate threat or fear or more explosion, right? It's my body is releasing the pent-up hurt from the past and allowing me to move past it. And eruptions are fewer and farther between, milder, manageable. And at least now I can name and identify what's happening. And it doesn't feel scary. It feels more like weather moving through me. And of course, I'm learning how to mend and apologize and heal after an upset instead of bypassing it with drinking alcohol and pushing that unhealed energy further down into my body and into my cellular memory. It's becoming released. It feels like healing. It feels like evolution. It feels like a spiritual evolution, honestly. And so my question for you, now that you get to ask yourself, is what triggers you? And before you go to get a drink, in real time, the next time you feel triggered, I really would invite you to try this on. Before you automatically pour a drink, ask yourself what it's for. What is triggering you? And take a deliberate pause and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Not just what am I thinking about, like thinking about just that I want this drink, or not what are the thoughts, but what is the sensation inside your body? And name that emotion. And then take a moment to close your eyes and feel your way back to your earliest possible experience that you can identify that carries the signature of this same emotion. And as you see younger you in your mind's eye, notice what were the concurring circumstances in your life and how were you managing that? And then when you open your eyes, look for all of the evidence in your immediate surroundings that informs you that you are no longer this younger version of yourself. Your relationships are different, your body, your clothes, your job, your hobbies, your activities. And now notice, what is the same? What is the same? What feels the same? about who you used to be and who you are being now. What about your identity remains the same? What is unchanged from that time that you just identified that carries the emotional signature of what triggers you? What is the same? And how are you still seeing yourself as a hurt, traumatized version of your younger self? And notice, is this the part of you that goes to get a drink? It's part of your trauma response. And if the answer is yes, ask her what she really needs. Is it acceptance, love, attention, freedom of self-expression, forgiveness? What is really going on right before your eyes, probably on a daily basis, that you just haven't been able to tend to yet? because the drinking habit intercepts it and blocks it out.
This is why it's really important and I teach my clients and members of my groups to notice when you're triggered what's really happening before you just go to bypass it. Just what can you notice? What's happening inside of your body? And how long can you stretch that period out to get more information, to get more connected with yourself, to include more parts of yourself in your experience? before you just go to automatically have a drink and to bypass that whole process. How long can you stretch that out? And ultimately, when you stretch it out further and further and further, as you gain that skill, as you build that muscle, you often find that you don't even want the drink at all, that you don't need it. It becomes so much easier. This is what I love teaching people how to do. Um, you can totally do it. If I did it, you could do it, because I was like poster child, who I know. And I promise you that when you start to change your mind about who you are being, by healing and accepting those earlier hurt and wounded parts of you, you can make peace with yourself. Because when you have peace with yourself, you don't need to further hurt the parts of you that are hurting. You can embrace yourself and nurture your whole being in the way that you desire and that you deserve. You can become reconnected with the parts of yourself that got stuck when they didn't know of another way to feel better. <sighs> Take a big breath in through the nose. And exhale out through your mouth. What part of you can you locate and send some love to today? What part of you is hurting? What part of you is seeking out a drink to self-medicate? And just how much awareness can you bring to that? It's really the name of the game. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm here to support you in transforming your drinking habit so that you can have the freedom and health and connection in your life that you're looking for. And if you're ready to take action on creating this transformation as part of your lifestyle as a long-term shift away from addictive drinking patterns that will ultimately change the quality of your life. There are currently spaces available in my new program. It's called Reconnection. Reconnection is an eight-week online program where we use hypnotherapy, group coaching, and community support to identify the parts of you that are causing the drinking self-sabotage, the overindulgence, the making yourself sick, and we address what this part of you really needs and how she can get it in a holistic, healthful way. And we change the meanings that you made up about yourself in the past so that you can peacefully move forward in your life, embodying the identity of someone who doesn't need to self-medicate with alcohol. Because when you can get in touch with the root cause of your drinking, and see it with your adult eyes and mind, you can let go of recreating the scenarios of being that former version of you. And you can heal that part of you that feels dissatisfied and unseen and unheard. And when you do this work, this internal work, the rest of your life shifts dramatically. Your reality becomes different without you forcibly trying to make it so. So you just gracefully and easily let go of drinking as a trauma response. So if you're curious about reconnection, you can send me a message on Instagram if you have questions, or you can find the link to join 
reconnection here in the show notes. It's also in my link in bio on Instagram. I'm so grateful that I have been able to break the spell of overconsuming alcohol and I'm so happy that I can help you get there too because anything, truly anything is possible. We are so powerful. We're so much more powerful than we even know. Once we take our power back from alcohol, the focus and attention away from alcohol, your life becomes so much richer than you can imagine. So much more abundant with possibility. And it feels really good. And that is my wish for everyone. Love all of those parts of yourself. Thank you for tuning in. And I will see you next time.